Come with me. We're going to Silicon Valley. When reliving my youth and going back to the memories, I do a lot of research. And some of that, of course, comes up in my podcasts. Memories of films, memories of places, particularly restaurants. But I started researching Marine World Africa, USA. Because now that it's completely changed, as it's up in Vallejo, I wanted to do this episode for a long time, but there's a lot to dig in. A whole lot. I was there the last day when it closed in 1986. And at that point, there were sort of two-thirds. You had the Africa USA, the collection of African animals, the cheetahs, the tigers, the lions, the elephants, the giraffes. That's where you had the classic elephant ride, which is still to this day my favorite. I love a good elephant ride. The camel ride's fun too, but an elephant ride, that's, that's awesome. You had the marine world, which is the orcas, the aquaria, the dolphin shows, the fun stuff. But then at that point you had this water park that I completely loved. It was still, along with the Manteca water slides, still one of my favorites of all time. And I guess you also had the, the water shows, like the water skiing thing. But what's really important about Marine World in its Marine World Africa USA in its old incarnation is that it wasn't about rides. It was about interaction with animals. It was somewhere between a zoo and an amusement park. And of course, Africa USA started in 1962 down south, actually near Palmdale. And it was a really important site because of some of the great... uh, There were a whole bunch of great things on that site that were filmed, including Star Trek, the episode Shore Leave, but also Gentle Ben and Cowboy in Africa and a whole bunch of other stuff. What's important about it, though, was that it was a venue for an exploration of animals. And even though they had the water skiing show, even though they had the slides, and a great children's play area. I think the first place I ever went on a a zipline-type ride was at the original Marine World Africa USA. But what's really key to it all, one, and this I didn't know, the park was operated by ABC, the American Broadcasting Corporation, or company or whatever, until uh, Ralph Helfer uh, bought out Marine World and then added all the jungle theme, renaming it as Marine World Africa USA. Really neat concepts there. Whole bunch of history going on. Marine World was where I first encountered African animals, which I love. And one of my dreams as a kid, we used to drive to Yosemite and to Lake Tahoe a lot, which meant we had to go over Hecker Pass, to get to I-5, also when we went to Disneyland. 
And one of the things that always hit my mind was this, this plot of land. As you're going up the road, that was just wide open. There was some scrubby oaks. It would occasionally flood, but we were in drought, so it was usually just this, looked like a giant pasture. And what I wanted to do is I wanted to buy that area, and I wanted to bring in cheetahs and elephant and giraffe. Because having experienced those animals in the Marine World Africa USA setting, they were magical. This is the idea that the traditional zoo is too confined, but the interaction with animals, even in a what is legitimately a zoo-like setting, but that is more geared towards an entertainment aspect, that is really where a lot of kids like me were drawn in. In 1986, the park moved to Vallejo. And a little later, of course, it was turned into the world headquarters for Oracle Corporation. Up until the age of five, there were four amusement parks in easy driving distance. Great America, which we almost could have walked to, which is still there today, of course. Very different than it was then in both ride and philosophy, I think. There was Frontier Village in San Jose, with almost within walking distance of my grandparents' house, but closed in 1980. And I have to do an issue about it, an episode about it someday, but I don't really have the depth of experience. My, a lot of my family worked there at one point or another, and I was definitely there for the last roundup. You had Santa's Village, which still one of my favorites. And of course, you had Marine World Africa USA. All four of them were magical places of very different types. You had a straight-up thrill park in Great America. You had this dive into the American past for Frontier Village. You had the magical fantasy that is Santa's Village. But then you had the animals and the interactions within really the zoo space, but zoo for fun that was Marine World Africa USA. So I'm going to talk a little bit more in the next few days, well, a few episodes at least, about the idea of amusements in Silicon Valley. Because there's a lot more than just that, those four parks, all of which I'm going to do episodes about in one form or another. And if you're one of those wonderful people who loves and miss grandly Frontier Village, please send me an email, johnnyeponymous at gmail.com or garcia at computerhistory.org, either one, and I would love to sit down and interview you for days and days. But the look at what amusement parks meant to Silicon Valley and how the growth of industry technology, and just flat-out people growth led to a complete redefinition of what amusements meant to Silicon Valley people. So I hope you'll stay tuned. <laughs>